Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Did you know in England they call the hood of a car a bonnet? Yeah, the bonnet and the boot. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Well, it means that if you were born in England, your maiden name would have been Alison Bonnet. The hood name is from England. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we watch something I like, but I can't believe you made me watch. Hi, my name's Mike, and I'm with my <laughs> lovely wife, the former Allison Bonnet. <laughs> I fucking hate you right now. So and she made me watch The Cutting Edge. I did. Starring Dylan McDermott Mulroney, D.B. Cooper. D.B. Sweeney. D.B. Sweeney. <laughs> D.B. Cooper is the, guy who is the alias of a man who jumped out of a plane and was never found. Mm-hmm. Um, so D.B. Sweeney and Moira Kelly. I always confuse Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney, and D.B. Sweeney because they're all pretty much the same age yeah although one of them is two years younger than the other two who do you think is the youngest between dylan mcdermott dermot mulroney and db sweeney dylan mcdermott i'm trying to do remember. you not know <laughs> i'm trying to remember which one is which is the one God who's an american it. horror story dylan mcdermott okay no then it's <laughs> then it's <laughs> dylan Dermot Mulroney, is, Dermot Mulroney is the youngest one. I was like, "What the? what's the third one's name again? I drank whiskey with Dylan McDermott, and I can never remember. Wait, Dermot Mul- with Dermot Mulroney. This is Jesus great. Christ. This is a great story. You're doing excellent. I just, I had to get the one name drop out. Did you? Kidding. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. Uh, so this is about a hockey player played by D.B. Sweeney mm-hmm. and a figure skater played by Moira Kelly. Yes. And uh, giving off serious Lizzie Kaplan vibes. Yeah, it was funny because I kept trying to figure out who she was reminding me of. Did I just remind you? And no, it wasn't Lizzie Kaplan for me. I was like, oh, damn it. Who is it? Like, and I kept seeing the face and I don't know what this says about me. I kept trying to go through movies like, well, I can picture the face, but I can't picture any movies because it isn't a person from a movie. (laughs) It's a person I know in real life. She looked a lot like my friend, Kathy Augustine. Are you okay? I don't know. I feel like you're having a stroke. You're just saying things. I smell 
something burning, but I know mm. I burnt a pop tart. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of your favorite movies. You skated I as did. a child. I did, and this was one that actually I remember at one of the competitions we were at. Like you usually get like a goodie bag or whatever after like for being in the competition, and one of the goodies we got one year was a bunch of like the cutting edge merch because <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the movie was coming out, and you like the songs from it. So I'm guessing they gave you a single. <laughs> they might have. This came out in 92. You were 10 years old. So this is definitely like right when you were skating mm-hmm. and in your wheelhouse for clearly would be your oh, yeah. one of your favorite movies. Yeah, it was a rom-com with figure skating. I forgot how much blurry slow-mo they use. <laughs> Oh my God. So this is directed by Starsky from Starsky and Hutch, Paul Michael Glazer. Mm -hmm. And his editor is Michael E. Policow who they must have edited this together because Michael P. worked with Paul Michael Glazer Starsky a lot. Mm -hmm. And this is so of its time. Like it is edited like a shitty 1992 MTV video. Yeah. It's a lot of that like blurry slow-mo, like quick cuts where it's kind of disorienting. The slow-mo doesn't, yeah, a lot of quick cuts and the slow-mo doesn't even like, there's a scene where they're in a bar Mm -hmm. and they cut to a slow-mo shot of a waitress walking through the bar with a tray. Yeah. Where I'm like, what What the the fuck? It's like they're trying to do a montage, but it's just a montage of a scene that's happening (laughs) and they do a lot of like crazy angles yes you know how we were talking about in uh tin cup how all the golfing shots were shot like really well yeah everything and i think that's because everyone that was doing them were real golfers and Mm -hmm. in this uh db sweeney and moyer kelly did not know how to skate at all when they were cast they were cast specifically because of their chemistry and their acting abilities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously they had to use a lot of doubles and stuff, but all of the other skaters were real skaters. Yes. And and maybe it was one of those things where they didn't want to shoot the other skaters one way and then shoot them like, you know, sporadically. So that way people would go like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's... It's shot and edited so poorly. These are not things that 10-year-old me noticed. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, <laughs> but it I know. is a thing yeah. that uh, 38-year-old me noticed. I was like, wow, this is edited like shit. <laughs> like, it's shot <laughs> so bad. I mean, like, I still like the movie. It still delighted me a yeah. lot. But, oh, my God. God, all the figure skating scenes. I swear to God, anytime they're skating and they have to be doing like literally anything other than standing on the ice, it's that slow-mo, quick cut, the camera's moving so fast, everything is blurry. Yeah. The nice thing is that you could watch this movie in one and a half speed (laughs) and it's only 30 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking to see, because the editing was so terrible and I wanted to see Policow's work and everything, Mm -hmm. and uh, that was when I realized that he and Starsky have worked together a lot, Uh but around this time they also did Running Man. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's the Arnold Schwarzenegger based on a Stephen King thing, and I was like, oh yeah, no, no, that checks out. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was um it was not fun to it was like and I can't believe I'm saying this. It was a little nauseating to watch it. <laughs> Just because of the way that those scenes were shot. Like it's so disorienting and it kind of makes you feel like you're dizzy. Yeah. And it's not a thing where they used it as like, okay, let's like make you dizzy because that's kind of what's happening yeah. as part of the, you know, as part of the scene, like it's not a they're drunk or whatever. It's 
it's they're just doing it so you can't tell that they can't skate. Listen, there is a reason that Starsky and Polakow have never even been nominated for Oscars. <laughs> Good things about this movie, though, um, I did really like the chemistry between the two yeah, of them. Yeah, they have great chemistry. Tony Gilroy, who wrote Star Wars Rogue One, mm-hmm. wrote the script for this. Oh, this is really? his first writing credit. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's pretty conventional. You know, like, you know where it's, it's like, going. It's Taming of the Shrew, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It exactly is. But it, it's really, but it's it has still, some good dialogue. Yeah, and, like you know, they, it, it's good because you can see that this um, this young woman, Kate, played by Moira Kelly, is like, she's a rich girl who lost her mom when she was young. Her mom was a figure skater. And it's pretty clear her dad was just using her as like mm, a replacement wife, like trophy. Like clearly. Yeah, her his, dad's played by Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. Who, um, because he was in the stepfather, and you know, in this, she is clearly like a replacement for her dead mom. Yeah. I always, and because Terry O'Quinn has like a very like sinister, like fucking uh, Clark Gable mustache yeah, in this. He stuff, does, yeah. I kept expecting there to be a scene where he got really creepy, but no, he's just no. kind of a, you know. No, he's just a rich guy who's like, um, my wife died, so my daughter is just going to be who I focus on, and, and she's going to gonna be she's gonna be the star she's gonna be the trophy um so there is a good scene like towards the end after they have qualified for the olympics and they just had their short program and everybody was like "Ooh, like something seems off and it's because they both just had a they had a big fight and uh she kind of breaks down and she's like i just i don't know if i ever really she basically says i don't know if i ever really wanted it as much as you wanted me to have it Mm -hmm. you know yeah you know she's like i threw it all away because maybe i didn't want it You know, because I never was able to enjoy it because it was always I had to win. This is one of those movies, too, where it ends. You don't find out if they win. No, you don't find out. And that's not the story. It doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter. No, it doesn't matter. And uh, eh, that's fine. You know, it, it's a good ending. I really like the way that it ended. Yeah, because it ends with them. They um, so they qualify for the Olympics, and one of the things that they have to do is they realize there's a a pair from Russia who's really good, and they you know they get a perfect score in their qualifying nationals rounds. So they're like, we have to find a you know we have to find our thing to make us stand out. And their coach is like, I have this move I've been working on for twenty years, <laughs> and it's it's literally not a thing that could ever happen um, in figure skating. It's you basically spin in a circle while you wave her around you and then you throw her in the air and catch her. And you can't go from horizontal spinning on the ice and then throw someone horizontal like that. Mm -hmm. Luckily, there's a cut right in the middle. Yeah, luckily, there's a cut right in the middle so you can't see him actually let go of her. Yeah, they cut to uh, the Zamboni driver smoking a cigarette no, in slow motion for no they reason. literally just they show him like let go of her and then you just see like a mid shot of her from like the waist up just spinning in slow motion i guess we probably don't need to sleep you can just assume that any shot we're describing is in it's slow all in motion. slow motion spinning and then all of a sudden cut and he's catching her that's that's all yeah. that happened so they they land the they land the the big move after they both confess that they lo- well he said that he loves her and then you know they hit the final pose and she's like i love you too and then they kiss the end terry o'quinn by the way from michigan oh really i didn't know that and either went to central or went to university of iowa 
IMDb says he went to and graduated both. Maybe he did do both. Yeah, he's from Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, nice. That's kind of a fun place to be from. Yeah, letting people know. So if they go on IMDb and they're not from Michigan and they go, what Salt State Marie? It is Marie. (laughs) Yeah. But it looks like salt. The lawyer that I had when I lived in New Orleans used to always talk about Michigan he, or his paralegal or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I love going to Traverse City. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, although I did that in California a couple times when um, I was pronouncing Sepulveda. I said Sepulveda like three times. And my the, one of the uh, girls I work with, Lauren, she's like, it's it's Sepulveda. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know it is. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I just said it wrong. Sepulveda, he's Darth Vader's brother. I did it like so many times where I was like, um, we were driving near Sepulveda, and she's like, Elson, oh my god, it's Sepulveda. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't remember how I pronounced Chapatulas in New Orleans wrong, but I remember I said it wrong on the radio, and someone rushed into the studio and was like, it's Chapatulas. Learn how to pronounce. You better things. learn how to pronounce. Yeah. I mean, fair. And uh, Calliope Street in New Orleans uh-huh. is pronounced Calliope. Calliope. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we have like Gratiot, which is spelled like G R A T I O T. So it's like, yeah. it looks like Gradiot. Yeah. Like even GPS pronounces yeah. it Gradiot. Turn left on Gradiot Road. I think my favorite actor in this is Roy Dotris, who plays uh, Anton Pemchenko. Oh, yeah, the, their, the coach. Uh, their coach. And he learned how to act when he was a prisoner of war in World War II Holy to entertain shit. the other prisoners. And then he started studying Shakespeare afterwards mm-hmm. and uh, he played Amadeus's dad in the movie oh, Amadeus, and Amadeus. Uh, which is a great movie. It is a great movie. Yeah. I have seen that. It is very good. This is such a tangent, but what? Me? <laughs> Who does that? My friend Brian worked on a movie with F. Murray Abraham, mm-hmm. who's in Amadeus. Amadeus, yeah. And they were outside having a cigarette. This little old woman is driving past and stops her car and runs out to where F. Murray Abraham was with Brian. And uh, she goes, oh, Mr. Abraham, I loved you and Amadeus. You are such a brilliant actor. And he's like, oh, God bless you. God bless you. That's that's so kind of you. That's so kind. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Tell me that. And she's like, please keep up the good work. And, uh, you know, he shakes her hands, like both hands, like really gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets back in her car and drives away. And F. Murray turns to Brian and goes, I could have fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. That's real funny. So, uh, Roy Dotris was that and he also played Ron Perlman's dad in the Beauty and the Beast TV series mm. and then Ron Perlman got him on Hellboy 2 oh nice yeah which I think is really neat like yeah. he just seems like a like a nice dude yeah like one of yeah. those chameleon actors yes who, yeah Terry O'Quinn of course from Lost yes uh, the doctor at the beginning is played by an actor named Michael Hogan who is in the Battlestar Galactica oh nice reboot Mm-hmm. series and everything cool, cool, and, cool. and he's he's really great on that you know yeah. he just has a very small role on this so yeah it's a great cast like it is a really great cast and i think it's a really i still think it's a really good movie it's just ooh, that editing yeah the editing is terrible but the acting is great the acting I, is great i mean i feel like the chemistry between db sweeney and moira kelly is 
amazing. And I'm so surprised that they didn't have much larger careers. Like, they're both still working. Um, Moira Kelly was on the West Wing for a little while. Yeah, and she does voice of Nala and The Lion King. Mm-hmm, that's right. We just saw D.B. Sweeney in, um, he was in Sharp Objects, the uh, HBO that's series. That's right, yeah. that's right. Because yeah. I think we were both like, Jesus, is that D.B. Sweeney? Yeah, it's it's funny because he does stuff like that's high profile, you know, critically acclaimed stuff yeah. like that. And he's uh, plays the mayor in Chirac, which was the uh, uh, Spike Lee movie oh, about the uh, women who cut all the men off from sex unless they stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but then he also does like weird movie called Haymaker about a Muay Thai boxer. <laughs> my and, Thai. Uh, uh, it's Muay Thai boxer. My th- Muay Thai. Muay it's not Muay Thai. Muay Thai is a fucking drink. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> fucking correct me. You better leave this in. You better. Oh, I no, swear to I'm God, not. you better leave it in. Certainly you not. Confidently corrected me from saying Muay Thai, saying it was Muay Thai. And then uh, we'll have to definitely watch this. Uh, he's also in the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie uh, oh. Massacre. All right. Yeah. That seems fun. I yeah, like scary it, movies. It stars uh, Randy Couture. I don't know who that is. He's uh, a fighter. Like a, I think he was like an, an yeah, he was MMA? a UFC oh. yeah, fighter. Cool. And then he's in like, you know, the Expendables <laughs> movies. <laughs> that sounds about right. So that it sounds like it would be really great. Nice. <laughs> I really liked, um, what was, is it Fire in the Sky that D.B. Sweeney is in? Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the lead in that. Oh, that he movie was, was so, so good. That's such a good movie. He's so great in that. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, obviously, this was one of my childhood faves. I <laughs> This might surprise you, but I rented it so many times, my parents told me I couldn't rent it anymore. <laughs> I'm surprised that we don't own it. I am too. I don't know why I didn't end up owning it. I think it's because my mom was like way too annoyed by it. <laughs> or maybe my dad was because I would watch it so much. Yeah. I'm sure that's much more what it was is that they would, because we also didn't own Strictly Ballroom and I love that movie. Yeah. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Yeah. It's stuff like that. Like I just would watch it way too much and my parents were like, I can't fucking watch this movie one more goddamn time. <laughs> 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 no, we can't buy it. I think they were just hoping that eventually I would forget that it was at the video store. Yeah. I'm <laughs> glad you made me watch this. I, uh, Good, I'm glad. It's one that I knew that you had liked for, you know, quite some time mm-hmm. and uh, just never got around to seeing it. Yeah. And uh, I know that it means a lot to you. And it does. I'm kind of surprised that it took 10 years of us being together. <laughs> for you to have me watch it because well, I really enjoyed it. Good. I'm so glad that you liked it. It was, um, I mean, I think part of it is that I just didn't own it. And then it wasn't streaming anywhere for a while, but it um, probably in the last year started streaming on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime uh, for rent. Mm-hmm. You can rent it for three ninety nine. Can I go back to Strictly Ballroom for a second? Just yes. Because yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a joke on the um, An Almost Starring podcast, <laughs> one of the... Uh, hosts describe Baz Luhrmann as Michael Bay for theater nerds. <laughs> yep. Strictly Ballroom, of course, is like before <sighs> Baz Luhrmann got all Michael Bay by yeah, his movies. Yeah, that's it's true. A, it's, I think it's his first movie. I think movies, it's his first big but, movie. Yeah, um, but it's a really good movie. But it is a really good movie. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And we like, And we like Australians. We do. We're going to finally have our friend Dougie on yes, soon. Yes, we are. Well, Allison, thank you so much for making me watch The Cutting Edge. 
no problem. Thank you so much for watching. I'm glad. I'm really glad you liked it. I kept trying to come up with an alternate title, like Miss Kate's. <laughs> no. no, Miss Kate's are too big. Like, no. you know, this instead so of mistake. <laughs> I know. So stupid. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This, I'm leaving this in. No, uh, if you leave that in, then you have to leave Muay Thai, Mai we'll Thai. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I have so much power right now. What's the one that gets you fucked up? Both. <laughs> Muay Thai and Mai Tai. They do. Yeah. So you can see why I was confused. <laughs> and what's going to be funny is if you cut it out earlier, now when you get to this part, mm -hmm. you're going to have to cut all this out I think out it's again. pretty clear I'm not going to cut it out at this point. Yeah, you're going to have to leave it in. I know, because yeah. this is gold right here. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick sometimes. You are so fucking mean to me. You love me so much. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to also have another podcast um, coming out on, uh, well, I'm going to be doing a podcast network, and this show is going to be part of it, along with um, Benji's nanny and best friend and, mm -hmm. you know, our, our, uh, our good friend, our surrogate uh, family member. I yeah. guess she'd be like Aunt Angie. Yeah. Uh, Angie and Marty are doing a show called Great Lakes Confidential. Yes. And... Uh, I uh, already listened to the first episode of that, so that's going to be coming soon too. And uh, I'm What's very excited. What's the name of the podcast network? Podcast network is going to be called Joy Road. Yay! Yeah. And uh, yeah, so going to be a lot of cool stuff coming. Yay. So thank you so much for listening to You Made Me Watch. Of course, uh, let us know. Um, Do you have any childhood movies that you still like them, but you're like, wow, they fell into a lot of like editing tropes that are like, <laughs> it's borderline unwatchable, but it's still like, you still love it. Like, it's still a good enough movie that you it You do succeeds. realize that's the whole premise of this fucking <laughs> podcast, right? <laughs> I, well, then I, I know we're hear. like 60 some episodes in but yeah that's what we're doing okay I don't really think Streets of Fire is the greatest movie okay ever made. I guess I just want to hear people's like I don't know yeah what give movie, us some movies what movie did you love as a kid and then you rewatched as an adult and you went oh yeah, I still have a soft spot yeah like you yeah. still definitely love it but you're like ooh, no it's a hit and a miss somehow <laughs> yes Hey, there's no Miss Kates that are too big that can't be fixed. Oh, I'm sorry, mistakes. Oh my God, you're out of control. I think it's neat that Kates is an anagram for skate. You're so special to me. I want you to know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The uh, town in Minnesota that D.B. Sweeney's character is from is an anagram for harmony. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. And the Russian couple is actually from Canada. Yeah. Or were they Canadian Olympic skaters? They are Canadian Olympic skaters. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could definitely see this being a skater nerd, you know. A little bit. They actually, um, there weren't a ton of skaters that I recognized, but it could just be that it's been so long. Yeah. Some of the interviewers, like the blonde interviewer mm -hmm. at the end is a skater. Yeah. A lot of the commentators were like real Olympic yeah. skating commentators and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So it could just be that it's been so long that I just can't, like a lot of them look familiar. I just can't remember all their names. Um, I like Yams. That's a real commentator. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making thank you for listening to you made me watch <laughs> bye 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 <laughs>